Good morning folks. It's good to be with you again even if it's just virtually. Uh, I'm thinking of you, praying for you and really longing to be together with you again as soon as we possibly can. It's my privilege to bring the Word of God to you this morning and uh, last week I was really encouraged to hear Jeanette speaking of the, the city on the hill and her story about the castle and the open gates and she referred to the story in Acts 12 about where um, Peter is broken out of jail and then can't get into the prayer meeting. And um, I was encouraged because I've been looking at that story myself for the last couple of weeks and, and thinking about it. And I want to share something about it more today. Um, I think it's a funny story, really. Uh, you know, the angel can get Peter out of prison but can't get him into the prayer meeting. It's funny. And yet there's actually quite a serious context to this story. Um, and I want to just say a, a couple of things about the context and then a couple of things about the story. So first of all, the, the serious context is this. There is a serious persecution going on for the early church. King Herod has had James put to death by the sword. That's James, the brother of John, you know, one of the disciples of Jesus. They were called the sons of thunder. They were the ones who asked Jesus, can we sit at your right hand and your left hand? And it was that James that has been martyred. You see, for the early church, having open gates, reaching out, meant not only um, angelic intervention, it meant serious persecution. There were not only miracles at the gates, there were martyrs at the gates. And if we are serious about reaching out, we need to be prepared for the fact that, as well as opportunity, there will be opposition. As well as blessing, there will be challenge. It's always been that way throughout church history. And for many people, it's still very much that way across the world. There are many of our brothers and sisters being persecuted, some dying for their faith. It's significant that one of the um, organizations that uh, reaches out and supports uh, the persecuted church across the world is called Open Doors. And they tell us that in last, last year alone, there were 3,000 Christians who were killed for their faith. Now, as we were reminded by a speaker at the Pioneer Conference last year, we're not to think of them as victims, but as um, witnesses for the gospel of Jesus Christ. But we are to think of them, to pray for them, and maybe to give to them financially to support them. A second serious uh, question that arises out of this, um, out of the context of this story, is this. Why did James get killed, but Peter gets an angel to break him out of jail? Why are some prayers answered and others aren't? It's a question that many people are asking themselves during this crisis. Why do some people die of COVID-19 and others recover quite quickly and easily? Why are some people really struggling with mental health issues during lockdown and, and for others 
the flourishing in it. And you know, folks, there's, there's no easy answers. Don't settle for, for glib, superficial answers. Um, the Bible teaches us from the book of Job to the Psalms of Lament to the raw honesty of the prophets and to Jesus challenging his disciples who had picked up the traditional standard religious answers who sinned you know to these difficult questions the bible does not deal in simple superficial answers in fact if you're struggling right now with some of these questions if you're struggling with lockdown let me encourage you to learn from the psalms of lament to be really honest with god about how you feel and yet fundamentally trust to his goodness. Take a leaf out of the book, for example, of Psalm 62. That's the psalm which says, Lord, you are my rock, you are my fortress, my soul finds rest in you alone. But in uh, verse 8 of Psalm 62, it says this, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. You see, it's the fact that God is our refuge, that we do trust in him, that, that he is our safe place, that we can then pour out our hearts to him and be honest. And so folks, be honest, but trust to his goodness. He is your fortress. And so we come to the main part of the story. And the first part is where um, Peter is broken out of jail by the angel. Please do read the story. It's in Acts 12, verses 1 to 16, I think it is. Have a good look, a read of it, and think about it. But it's, he's literally broken out of jail. The angel opens the gates and gets him to walk out of jail. Um, fantastic. We've taken encouragement over recent weeks from the story of Paul, who even while he was in prison was still able to bear fruit. He was still able to get the gospel out there and the gospel was bearing fruit all over the world even while he was in prison. So take encouragement from that. If your circumstances are such you can't get out, you can still bear fruit. But there are some prisons that we're in that God wants to break us out. If there's an, if there's an enemy that's locking you down mentally, then God wants to break you out. Um, and sometimes... Um, well, probably most of the time, you won't get an angel to come and open the gates for you. But how about, how about climbing over the wall instead? I say that because I remember a time many years ago when I was quite a young Christian. And, and I was feeling, because I, I think, by the way, the, the, the worst enemies are sometimes enemies in our own mind. And, and I was at this point where I was feeling really frustrated, limited, restricted. And it was literally like, it felt like I was banging my head against a brick wall. And I was feeling sorry for myself and so on. But I felt then God lead me to the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis, a favorite of mine. And um, particularly he led me to a scripture in Genesis 49, I've got a feeling I remember somebody sharing this verse not so long ago in one of these talks. It's Genesis 49, verse 22, and it says this of Joseph. Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine near a spring whose branches climb over a wall. 
And I had to realize that even when I couldn't change my circumstances, the war, I could change my response to those circumstances. And, and the Holy Spirit led me to, to just get my roots down deeper into God, to, to pray, to meditate on his word, to learn to draw from that inner spring of the Holy Spirit within me. And, and, and sure enough, I began to climb over that wall. Eventually the wall uh, was removed and disappeared. And so how about instead of waiting for an angel to break you out of the gates, why don't you lean into the presence of God and climb over the wall? And remember, you get over the wall as a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine. And as Alison continually reminds us, the fruit that we bear is not primarily for us. It's for other people. So we, we, we break out of our mental lockdown, as it were, in order to be a blessing to others. And we, 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 if we're rooted in God, that is shown visibly by bearing fruit for others. And so we come to the second part of this story where Peter can't get into the prayer meeting. And I, um, I might be being taking license with the story and being a little bit unfair, a little bit mean to the prayers, um, because they were, in the face of the persecution that Peter and others were suffering, they were using the best weapon they had at their disposal, which was prayer. And the Bible would seem to teach us that it's very likely that the angel that came was directly in response to their prayer. So I don't want to be too I'm critical of them, but I can't help but be struck by the picture that you've got Peter literally on the outside of the prayer meeting. You've got these Christians praying inside. There's one, some on the inside and one on the outside who's experienced persecution and deliverance and now can't get into the prayer meeting. You see, we've talked about open gates, not only for us reaching out, but for us receiving in. And even Peter can't get in. The door's closed to him. You see, let us pray and praise. They were rejoicing because they'd heard from Peter that he was out of prison, even though they weren't letting him in. So let's pray and praise. Uh, absolutely. In fact, we need to praise because praise releases the power of God. And right now, the joy of the Lord is our strength. I think that's a key. So let's do it. But let's do it with the doors open. In other words, as we pray, folks, um, let's pray with our orientation outwards. Um, so we pray, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. My, my translation, my sort of version of that is, Lord, let the world see how beautiful you are. Let your kingdom come. We're in a season of prayer right now called thy kingdom come. And I like something that Sarah said at the prayer meeting just a few evenings ago when she talked about um, praying thy kingdom come is praying beyond ourselves. When I say let's pray with the doors open, that's what I mean. Let's pray with a focus beyond ourselves. Yes, let's pray and let's praise, but let's do it with the doors open. Yes, let's be down on our face before God, but let's also be up on our feet going out to, in obedience to the Great Commission to proclaim the gospel, to make disciples, to bless the poor, and to, to bless all 
peoples of the earth. So let's get really practical about this. Um, let's let me help you to, if you like, pray with the doors open to be thinking outwardly as we as we pray because whether God wants to break you out of your lockdown whether it's in a prison or whether it's in the prayer meeting he wants us to have open doors practical three practical things think in terms of the heart the head and your hands first of all the heart Jesus said um, where your heart is that's where your treasure is or where your treasure is sorry that's where your heart is um, and so first of all give beyond your let's give beyond ourselves um, let's give to something like open doors or to our brothers in India who are struggling even more than we are with coronavirus let's give beyond ourselves just, just even a small amount secondly think of your head um, ask stories of people who are um, who we're reaching out to at the moment. So in the um, Facebook page for the Jubilee Centre COVID-19 group, there's lots of little videos telling you the stories of those we are helping to bless. Maybe you're serving other people right now in the community. Find out something about their stories. Take an interest in other people so that our minds are occupied not just with our own stories, but with other people's stories. So let's ask beyond ourselves. Find out beyond ourselves. And then finally, our hands. Let's pick up the phone. Let's write a letter. Let's send a gift. Let's bless beyond ourselves. It's great to receive a gift. It's such an encouragement. I received a gift just the other day from the school where I work, just as a, an expression of thanks and encouragement. And um, it was great. I mean, it helped that it was chocolate, of course, but just to receive that encouragement was great. So let's look beyond ourselves to, to bless beyond ourselves so let's break out of our prisons our lockdown metaphorically of course i know we can't all of us do that physically let's keep the doors open by giving beyond ourselves asking beyond ourselves and blessing beyond ourselves let's pray father i just pray right now for our brothers and sisters in Christ across the world who are suffering for the sake of the gospel, we pray that you would strengthen them, uphold them, comfort them, surround them with your presence and with your peace. I pray for those among us and around us who are really struggling with lockdown, struggling with mental health issues. I pray, Lord God, that you would help them to just pour out their hearts to you, to be really honest before you, but also to fundamentally trust that you are good and you are for them. Help them not lose faith in you, even as they are honest with you. And Lord, for every one of us, I pray, Lord, you'd help us to keep the doors of our hearts open to others. That Lord, whether we're imprisoned in a mental lockdown, whether we're just too focused within ourselves, Lord, you would help us to pray your kingdom come, to pray beyond ourselves, to reach out and receive in, to seek you, but always keeping the doors open. In Jesus' name, amen.